Hey everyone, welcome back to Magic City Neighbors on the Mic. This is episode 11. I'm here, Jack's here, and across the table from me, I have Tiffany Peters, and I am going to read this. She is Interim Executive Director and Director of Finance currently for the Barberton Community Foundation. That is a hell of a title because she does a lot of stuff, which is going to make for an interesting conversation. Stay tuned. You're listening to Magic City Neighbors on the mic, where we talk to your Barberton neighbors about their stories, their insights, and what gets them laughing. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And now, to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Like, subscribe, and make sure to share with your Magic City neighbors. This week, like we said, we've got Tiffany Peters here, and... Tiffany, you've got a path, I believe, that led you to having one, two, three, four, five, six <laughs> words in your current job title. <laughs> now, I know I know one of them's interim. So, but how did you end up here? So, I I was born in a small town. Just kidding, I was, but um, you know, I actually would love to. I would love to put in the fact that I am actually a boomerang. Like Melanie Black Amato was a boomerang yes. who was on your podcast. I grew up in Portage County, moved to Florida, came back. People, wow. people say, why did you come back? It's better up here. It really, really is. It I is. love raising wow. my family up here. Love it. Um, so <clears throat> I, you know, I've spent, I have a, I have a degree in finance. I have an MBA with concentration in finance and, and IT. So I've spent the last 25 years uh, uh, in my career um, in corporate finance, in public accounting, doing some litigation work. And about eight years ago, I jumped into nonprofit kind of by chance. I, I don't, we're not going to talk about that, but um, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> that sounds like it's bad. No, <clears throat> an opportunity came up and, and it was perfect sure. timing. So I went into nonprofit and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, the, the atmosphere, the, the, the mission and the, the feeling like you're really making a difference. It just, I mean, it gets me right here. Yeah. And the the pace and the schedule is much 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 better than working in corporate and sure and the, that CPA world that I was in before and it's it's I, I'm sure it's a different it's a very different mindset very I'm sure different. because instead of it's pinching every penny it's making sure that every penny is going out and doing the most good which is a exactly. different way to look at it exactly you 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 really become. Um, you really become connected to the community because you hear about all the needs that they have, but you also hear about the generosity of the people and the the people who are willing to volunteer their time and and, and offer leadership for the community. It's fantastic. Because Barberton seems to, I believe we've mentioned this, Jack, that Barberton seems to have a unique sense of community. And so many- <laughs> We have. Bar Barberton people, so many Barberton people do not realize this, that this is not something that every place has. No, That's, no. it's, so since, I mean, you've been with the foundation how long now? About a year and a half. Perfect. About a year and a half. So that's long enough to start seeing some change. My goodness, yes. <laughs> it, it's been a lot of change even just since I've been here. I, I've, so I live here also. Yeah. I li I've lived here for nine years. 
Uh, and that's that's kind of how I ended up here. I, sure. I, I know people who are involved with the foundation. And um, when I was getting to a point in my previous role where it was just all consuming and it was uh, right, it was just not a good fit for my family. And I found this was available. Um, I I jumped on it. Oh, of course. <laughs> I jumped on the director of finance role. But um, I'm sorry, what were you asking? It, no, you were good. So, I mean, what's changed in that past year and a half <clears throat> that's like been a switch? Uh, you mean at the foundation or Barberton or there's just been a lot. All of it. There's been a lot. Sure. So one of and one of the biggest changes that I've seen is just the momentum around economic development and Main Street. Okay. That has been such a big push. Uh, I know that bef- right before I joined the foundation the year before, we made that final payment on the high school, which we can I talk about. That. Yeah, yes. we made that final payment in 2021. And there was a lot of talk and a lot of discussion about what's really important and necessary and impactful now that we can do with the the funds that we have available. And a big part of that was economic development. How do we bring jobs in? How do we bring quality, good paying jobs in? Bring in industry um, work with the businesses who are already here, help them grow. That was a big push. That was a big change. We weren't actively doing that before. Now we have Ted, our economic, our director right. of economic development, full time doing that. And we this year uh, were slated to give out about half a million dollars in grants related to economic development. Wow! So that's, that's a big a push. Big change. It's <laughs> a big change. And we, you know, we we recognized. Um, the need for that revitalization and we worked with yeah. the city um, and other partners to bring in that Main Street Ohio group yep. to see what can we do here and helped get Main Street off the ground. And that just caused so much excitement. It's really cool to see. It, it is because, I mean, with us being in the studio right down uh, right downtown here, now that I've touted that only like every episode. Um, But with us being right downtown here, I am so excited that we're in here now. So we get to watch that. Yeah, that to me is, is just going to be huge. And you can bring your Dora drinks in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need a coaster with this table, but yeah, yeah, bring bring the Dora drinks (laughs) in. in. And so like, how did the community foundation come into existence? Because he's not old enough to know this. That's the, there's a lot of, a lot of people that don't know this. Right. So I'll never forget the, the year that it all happened because it's the year I graduated high school, 1996. Same. I lived in Florida, but, um, what, what happened was most people are, a lot of people are familiar with the fact that Barberton had a citizen's hospital. Right. And in 1996, there was negotiation and a deal made that was a very favorable deal. And the hospital was, was up for sale and a deal, a deal was struck to sell it for $86 million. Um, I may be getting a little bit of the semantics or the logistics sure. wrong there, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, the funds were originally supposed to revert back to the city, okay. but there was a group of concerned forward thinking citizens who said, why don't we put this in a foundation? Why don't we make this last forever? Yeah. Instead of putting it in a bank account to spend now, let's make it last forever. And the coolest thing about that is since the since the formation with that $86 million, we've already given over $110 million in grants and we still have the endowment. 
Wow. It's really cool. It's a large sum. <clears throat> it's that a is, large that, sum. That carry the one, yeah. add it, move the decimal point. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. But one of the things doesn't that I don't know if people are aware of, because we paid for the high school, that was the first grant that we made. We agreed to pay two to two and a half million dollars a year for the high school for 25 years. That was a huge that's yeah. a huge um, part of how this initiative got passed was because of that commitment. But that has saved Barberton taxpayers $58 million. $58 million. And you divide that by 25,000 people, it's over over $4,000 per person. Wow. Over over that time. It's a lot of money. That is a big chunk of money. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big chunk of money. So <clears throat> the original endowment came out of that sale, and we've been operating as a community foundation since. And we're not traditional community foundation in the sense of we simply collect dollars from the community, from donors. We are a support organization where we are formed to support the city and the schools and thereby the residents okay. and the students. So it's it's a little different than if you're thinking of like another community sure. foundation around here. Sure. So, it, so it's fully supported then by that original endowment. Correct. Wow. Correct. That's amazing. We do, you know, we do work with, with donors who want to establish scholarships. Yep. We just, just recently, we're so excited about this, just recently finished with Rudy Sharkey's family, setting up the Coach Rudy Sharkey awesome. Memorial Scholarship Fund. That was really cool. Yes. That's really cool to, to um, assist uh, student athletes in their furthering education. It's awesome. really cool. That is. And what makes the foundation different from other things? And like, how is it regulated? Oh, how is it regulated? So, yeah, like, I mean, how do you keep, you said, I mean, it still has, you've given out $110 million or something like that? Given out over $110 million. But you still have, we, I mean, still have the 86 right. or whatever. I, I do that math, and that math does not make a lot of sense in my head, that you can give out, you, can, you have, have, right, you give out 86. I've tried that, and the bank has called me on that. <laughs> so, so how does that how does that happen? Sure. How is that regulated? How sure. is that done? Well, so it, it's my favorite kind of math. It's finance. What we do, <laughs> what we do, we work with we work with very uh, intelligent, qualified investment advisors, at, along with our board and our finance committee, to invest these dollars in a safe relatively safe. You know, we take some risk, but sure. uh, we invest in a wide variety of investments. We're well diversified. To all my finance nerds out there, diversification. Um, <clears throat> I told Ken I wasn't sure if I was going to let personality shine through, but let's go for it. Yes. Um, so we, you know, we have, a, we have a robust portfolio and we aim to, to earn a certain return on that per year. And in that return that we earn, that's where we do our spending. So okay. if you have, let's say you have a hundred million dollars and you earn 6%, you know, you're going to have, um, $6 million to spend and still have your million dollars. So that's how we get, that's how we do our spending. So it's basically off that investment interest, so mm -hmm. to say. It's off so the investment that, income. Correct. That, that makes sense. So to me, I, I know I used this before we came on air, but that means I would spend both dollars, both dollars. this year <laughs> from, from my investment so income. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I, you I could, don't know. Can you I could get spend a, twelve cents on get, two dollars? Yeah. Can I? <laughs> wow. I I can't even shove that in a vending machine. <laughs> get an error message. That, right. Right. Yeah. No. I was even thinking one of the hand crank ones because those the, like a dime or a nickel might might get me a Super Bowl or a jawbreaker or something like that to survive on. 
<laughs> well, to me, I, I think I'm I'm ready for the lightning. Are you are you ready for the lightning round? Sure. Okay. So this is kind of what the people want to know as we've asked, and the first one is is there's I mean there I kind of summed this up. There is some commu- uh, some confusion, I guess I would say, in how the community foundation is tied to the government. Is it? And what's the connection? How's what's that there? So correct. So there there is sometimes confusion there. We are a completely separate entity. We have our own board of directors, our own code of regulations. We have our own rules that govern us. Um, but we do we you know we do have since we are a supporting org, we have significant influence on our board from the city and the schools. We have a certain number of members to have so that they have a majority of the votes in, sure. in any situation. Makes sense. And then what's the next thing that we can look for from the foundation? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> you ask this, wide. ask yeah. this of the interim executive director. Right. A new executive director. That's what you could look for. Okay. Yes. Okay. A new okay. leader. The the interim will 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 come off of the title and there will be an actual executive director. Okay. And the, the process is is it's in process and um I get asked all the time. I'm gonna spare you the question. Uh, I I may apply, but I we really just want the right person. We want somebody who is, um, like Suzanne always said, kind and smart, and thoughtful, and can work well with with the um, various leaders in the community. It makes sense. You do seem to fit that bill, though, for <laughs> everything that I, I I know. So, that being said, what's the favorite project you've ever been a part of? <sighs> so. I'm always afraid of this favorite thing because there have been a lot of there have been a lot of things that I've uh, really enjoyed working on. What's a memorable one? Then? A memorable let's, let's one. Let's go with that. <clears throat> a memorable one. Um, for about oh gosh, six or seven years, I was on the board of directors for the Battered Women Women's Shelter in Akron, mm-hmm. and when I started on that board, their their budget. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong, but let's just round do round numbers. Their budget was around one million dollars. They were split up into two small locations, but there was an opportunity to apply for for federal funds to purchase a new a new larger facility to bring everything under one roof and offer better services to bring oh, um, wow. to bring services to the people much more easily and. It, it went through it. They were successful. They received, oh gosh, I feel like it was maybe mil, uh, close to a million dollars in, in the federal funds. And, and that just spurred more, more donations, more donors, yep. more support. And it is just, it's just blossomed awesome. and it's really cool. It was really cool to be a part of that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm planning soon. I want to start my own business. And if I do, will you give me money? <laughs> <laughs> I need something to fund myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it just so happens that we work with community partners who do that. We we cannot grant to individuals or businesses. We have to grant to nonprofits, but there are other agencies in the area who do work with businesses such as BCDC. I don't know if you've had them on here yet. No. They work they're the one of the economic development arms in the in the community and I that's that <laughs> good plan. Is is that who we're having on as a guest? Okay. I don't know if they do startups, can. but they do they do work with companies who uh, either can't or don't want to get traditional financing for sure. various reasons, and we help we invest in them. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. It's cool. So I, I I mean this brings us to our every person questions, 
And you alluded to the fact that you have something new, unique, and different for the what is your favorite Barberton folklore, tall tale, and or rumor. Let's let's hear it. Okay. Wow us. I'm so excited to say this on a podcast that people are going to listen to because I would love to know where this comes from. It, it's not super juicy, but I nobody seems to know where this comes from. <clears throat> when we first moved here, so much purple. So much purple. We're like, where does this purple come from? And the thing that stuck out to me, it, because it was so obscure and it was so simple, there's a there's a legend that um, the high school needed new curtains, and they they had a small budget, and the only curtains they could afford were these giant purple velvet curtains, and they the community just embraced the purple. They love the purple, and that's where it all started. I have never heard anybody verify. I don't even remember why I heard this, but hmm. it came because the the theater curtains were purple and they loved it and just it stuck. Interesting it stuck. one. That's interesting one. So yeah, I, it's not if, juicy. I said, but no, but that, I've that's, never heard that. That's very interesting. So we need people to Please. confirm or deny this. I ask people and, all the time, and they don't know. They've never heard this before. No, and I mean it's <laughs> it's funny because now in your position, I mean, I believe most of the time that I have seen you, it has been in some sort of purple jacket. I have lots of purple. Following my, the trend. My friends in Akron, every time they see me, they say, "Up." Oh, She's in purple, <laughs> always. <laughs> and uh, what do you see as a future for Barberton? And where do you think we're headed? And what are the bright spots? Gosh, you know, with the bright spots are the the sense of community. There's so many, there's so many kind and generous and involved people in this in this town. It it's so it's really encouraging as someone who works with a lot of them to see the the momentum and the excitement behind things like main street um the if when we get this off and running we as a city get main street off and running and expand it and and leverage it and springboard off of it <clears throat> i really see uh our community, the the that sense of community and the lovely things that we have to offer, this charming downtown and yeah. the lake just just blooming. Awesome. Yeah. That I mean, that to me is a, is always a, a that is a great spot to end it. We both want to yeah. thank you for your time. <laughs> we, we know. I mean, when six words in your title, you're, you're <laughs> busy. Be busy. You've been busy yeah. woman. So thank you very <laughs> this much. This is a nice break. <laughs> good, good. Glad to hear that. So, but thank you for coming down. We've really enjoyed it. As Jack said in the beginning, guys, make sure you share all this with your Magic City neighbors, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you.